Welcome back, everyone. Episode 77 of Forfeit Podcast. We're off and rolling already. I had to, I had to get, get quick with the record button on this one because Jesse's eyes are fired up. I see the fire inside. It, it steam's building up behind his He's glasses. About catch, John's about to catch the fucking eye of the tiger. It's crazy <laughs> right now. Jesse's about to catch a case right now on John. Bring it. Fucking gee, I wonder what they could be the arguing about. Area body. I, I wonder what they could be arguing about, Bill. Probably. Probably. How about Bryce Harper so overrated? We could start there. Oh, wait, no. We did that last episode. You're out of your goddamn mind. You got to go back to uh, John's John's pulling out of the archives. This all started with uh, what episode was it, John? Do you want to recite episode 43 where Brandon Brooks' contract was the highest graded contract, in my opinion? It's actual recording of Jesse. That was the actual recording. No, what what I said was actual extracted audio was graded out as the best left guard in all of or right guard in all of football, which is actually true. The and his contract was in line with that, and it wasn't even a bad contract. The problem was when you have a GM that doesn't know what he's doing and he has to have like twenty contracts on the books now with dummy years. It takes good contracts and makes them bad. So Lane Johnson's contract ain't good now. Brandon Brooks's contract ain't good now. Like this is what happens when you have a bad GM that mismanages the salary cap. Like it, it's 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 what it is. So like John can try to twist my words around all he wants, but actual recording. <laughs> I said that Brooks was the best graded guard in football. That is I, a fact. And that I think is. we I think we argued heavily over the fact that. And we can go back and find the tape that I believe that those contracts, giving out those contracts at the time, were an abomination. Well, I'm on what record. Do you, do? do you just let the best guard in football walk? Oh, well, I, I mean, if I could, if I foreshadowed correctly, it doesn't seem like that's a very good contract right now. Well, it was made worse when the GM had to restructure it to get under the cap. Hmm. Okay. That wasn't Brandon Brooks's fault. Uh, it's the, not his fault that we were $60 million under over the cap. Like that's not Brandon Brooks's fault. Okay. You know, you Brandon Brooks didn't re-sign uh, Al, Alshon Jeffrey when he, they didn't need to. Brandon Brooks didn't redo Alshon Jeffrey's deal after the fact and then have like two dummy years on the contract and then to, to cut him. Brandon Listen, Brooks. I'm not going to bore our listeners by rehashing Howie Roseman issues that you have. We all know all of our listeners understand that you have such the hate for our GM that it's, it's palpable in the room. It's so a, we I won't mean, have it's, it. You're right. It's completely unfounded. He hasn't done anything over palpable. these last three years. He's been, he's been the, the best GM in football for these last three years. And through no fault of poor drafting or poor roster management or any of those things, we find ourselves looking at a 4-11 and one team. I mean, that is not his fault. I mean, he's only in charge of drafting and picking the game day roster and and picking the coaches and anything else that he's not in charge of. John? Is he is he is he in charge of guys dropping passes? Is he in charge of guys not being accurate throwers? Is he in charge of, of guys being bad leaders in the locker room? Is he in charge of uh, guys not blocking? Is he in charge of guys not being able to cover cover? Is he in charge of all those things too? 
aren't those at direct- some point at some point like are you going to put any any like flag on the ground here that like maybe the players have a little bit of the the, the part of this oh, four and eleven team it's, or it's, is everything always going to be Howie Roseman's fault? Well, if everything's going to be Howie Roseman's fault, you're going to have a really miserable next two to three years. You really well, are, John. It you can say ultimately it is Howie's fault because they are his players and they are his okay. coaches. Okay. So ultimately, the ultimate responsibility is is Howie's fault. Now you can also say, as you as you pointed out, you know Howie ain't the one missing blocks. Howie ain't the one dropping balls. Mm-hmm. It's you know the players that Howie signs and the players that Howie drafts. <coughs> so it it all goes hand in hand. Like you have to have a GM that understands what's going on, the pulse of the league and the, the pulse of his locker room. You have to have a GM and a coaching staff that, that work that are working together to make sure that the players coming in and the players that are being retained work together to produce a, a good product on the field. Right? So the the problem is in the last three years, all of that's gone out of fucking whack. So I mean I mean we, we can we can hope we we can hope that now the coaching staff has been fired. All those guys are gone. So the, the hope is that, you know, the, the, our Sega bus sides and um, Jalen Ragers and, all, and, and all of these guys, we, we have to hope now that they are in fact good players. So what's going to happen when, when, when Howie Ro- your beloved favorite GM, Howie Roseman drafts one of your, one of your must haves in Alabama players and that Alabama player doesn't work out. Is it going to be, man, Jalen Waddle's a bust and Howie Roseman's an idiot? Or is it going to be, wow, maybe sometimes drafting guys doesn't work out? Well, of course it's sometimes drafting guys doesn't work out. The problem is that Howie Roseman ends, ends up in these situations when you have, you know, you're, you're picking between two guys. You're the, the, the DKs and the JJs of the world or the, the Ragers and the Jeffersons of the world. Like, well, let's that, worry about 2021. We got three, we're going to have three first round draft picks next year. We're, we're set up now. We got, we got like 10, 11 picks. What well, what's, you know, what, what, what's the issue? What's the concern? What's the, what's the, what's the madness about? Why can't we be excited about what we've done in the last week with, with the draft? Why can't we be happy about it? What, what's because the, because I think it was an utter mistake to trade back. Okay, I mean that's a good that's a good start starting off point here. I think for the podcast because the more the, the, because basically, and again, you don't know. I mean, you you think you know these GMs have a pulse on what's going to happen, but you know, I think there's a strong possibility that you know that Howie doesn't want the same players we want. I mean, at six, you're probably going to get Pitts or Chase the way things are shaping up potentially, and he decided those guys weren't going to change this team, so now. Well, and- we're left on the, I guess, on, on, on what his strategy is. And, and here's the, the ultimate, the, the, the big concern. You look at the, you look at the Dolphins roster. It's a, it's a decent team. And if Tua can make a decent step from his rookie year to a second year, they might be a good team. They're playing in a terrible division in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a decent conference. Like there's a good chance they're going to make the playoffs. So we, we basically said, all right, we'll take a first-round pick next year. We're going to pass on possible elite players in Chase or Pitts or having the pick of any of the corners or any of those guys. We don't need any of that. We want, a, we want another first-round pick next year. 
But what happens if that pick next year is the 20th pick? So we basically said we don't want to we don't want the shot at a guy like Chase or or Pitts. We'd rather have the 20th pick in the first round. And by the way, it's it's how, assets. It's is are gained assets to be yeah. able to move up and down a draft board. Yes, assets don't help you win games. Players do. Well, here's the right, but if you have to, if if you have an extra draft pick, if you potentially have three first round picks next year, whether it's your, let's say you're six again, you have a twentieth, and you have something else, and you like a guy this season coming out in 2022, and you and you really want him, you have the ability to use that other what's pick the, to get up and the, get him. What's the quarterback situation looking like for next year? That's coming out, it's it's. I mean, you don't really know because I mean, if you think about it. Except for because I'm thinking, I'm thinking if you're Howie, like gather assets. If if you if you already have your eyes set on a guy, you're unsure about Hurts. Yeah, see what he does. You know, put him out there, sink or swim. But you got enough assets to what John said, like move up. You have your your eyes set on a guy already. That's that's gonna come out next year, and we we line ourselves up to get a to get a stud quarterback in the draft. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I mean, there, do you guys there, know so of any? There is not a single, right now, there is not a single quarterback that that I would say, like, oh, my God, you have to go get that guy. Yeah, because like, there's, a, there's, a there's, there's a nice core of them going this year, so it's... Yes, and, and like, you, you look at, like, Trevor Lawrence is the crown jewel and right. then you know people are saying is it the um is it fields out of ohio yeah or is it the the kid from byu that's the second the second best but the, there's a consensus those top three guys are, are pretty good and you look at um the the guys that are coming out next year you've got like bo Nix, who is not a pro quarterback you've got spencer rattler who got a nice name though, Bo. I mean, that's Bo Callahan. Yeah, man. yeah but he's, <laughs> he's, he's a, basically, he's like a poor man's Jalen hurts. He doesn't, there's, there is nothing that, that he does better than Jalen hurts. Yeah. No, I'm just saying this is all hypothetical because you got to think of a GM. I mean, I, I would hope that my GM is thinking 2022 already, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Spencer Rattler is the the cream of the crop. He looked atrocious. We should do this one day. We should do this. We should build our, a, a forfeit draft board. Not uh, for this year, but just if we were, you know, we spend so much time shitting on this guy, fucking shitting on that guy. This guy, I don't know what he's doing. You got to do this. You got to do that. It takes this. It takes that. It's like, what would we look like if we actually took a shot at this? You know, well, we, what would we our role probably? Be? I mean, we know what Jesse's role would be. Ro- oh, Jesse Jesus. would go around Roll and fire everybody. Hey, man, be like Jesse, tired. here's your list for the day. I if, don't care how you get it done. Just get it done. If if my scout said, "Hey, we need to draft Justin Jefferson," I wouldn't draft some fucking midget scrub from the from the. Big Ten and or the uh, Big Twelve yeah, see, instead. We can't, but, we can't use that word anymore. We but can't use that's, that word that's just anymore. that's just me. Oh and, boy! And you know, yeah. I, I was I was thinking about that again today. What, uh, that you I can't, was driving to the, you can't use that, that word anymore. <laughs> what midget scrub? 
as he says it again. Well, well one of them, yeah, one of the two there. Um, so the the whole the whole thing with um, Jefferson and Rager after Doug got fired, yes, the 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 leaks coming, the leaks coming out were, oh, this the, that was a coaching need. The coaches wanted him. The coaches overruled Howie. The coaches overruled the the scouts. And it's like, hold on. So you're telling me the the GM who picks the players, who picks the game day roster, who starts and who doesn't, that guy, that guy is going to is going to give up control of the first pick in the draft for a coaching staff that he doesn't trust to even hire his own coaches? Okay. Okay, Howie. Just just keep leaking that shit all you want to try to make yourself look better, bro. But let, let's be honest. It, like, it, at least own your fuck-ups and be like, yeah, we, you know, we got that, run more, got that one wrong. Why would, you, why would you say you got that one wrong? You have a guy yeah. in your roster? You'd be like, yeah, we, we're, we were totally wrong. And uh, the other guy that went was a much better player, and we were sorry you picked that guy. What? That's great PR, Jesse. That's quality PR. You so have a lot of guys playing for you. Hard what's, every what's Sunday. Better? What's better, John? That <clears throat> or throwing your coach, lying and throwing your coach under the bus? And coach isn't the, here. Piss off. F- <laughs> your coach isn't here anymore. Who cares? Uh, no PP on Doug. No PP on Doug. I mean, well, I'm 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 being honest. The guy isn't here anymore. I, I understand where the is PR. Doug Peterson right the now. The PR the PR machine works. Uh, where is shit it? on him? Down he's in, probably is on he a in like, boat is somewhere, he in like drinking beer. Just, he's in Florida. Know. He's got a place in Florida now. He's just out there pounding Coors Lights. Yeah, probably. But, but yeah, to, to to double back, like Rattler's the Rattler's the crown jewel. I mean, that is the one thing. There's I'm not no even way. thinking quarterback in 2022. I'm not even I'm not even thinking that. I mean, like we're four we were four games with Jalen Hurts, and and we're already like, you know, the, this fan base is already like, oh, we don't love Jalen Hurts yet. Well, no, no I love know. Jalen. I love Jalen. It's just and when I say fan base, I'm not talking about you guys yet, specifically. Though, I'm just saying, yeah, no, I, but I'm saying like th- there is a lot of question marks going in. Yeah. But but again, like. If you look at hindsight, it's it's great that we have the option of Jalen Hurts and not the option of other quarterbacks in, insert their name here, right. free agency or even having to draft them this year. The the thing that um that'll could you look at it it and it also depends on you know the the Dolphins pick is probably going to be unless Tua in you know implodes, the Dolphins pick's probably going to be anywhere from 15 to 20. If we get a first round pick from the Colts, it's probably going to be in 15 to 20. So, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. Like, do you use all three of them? I doubt it. So, you know, you probably if you, if there's a guy you really like at the top of the board, like, like you said, John, you probably take your natural pick and one of those two and you, and you flip it and move up the, if somehow you, um, you know, the Jalen hurts thing doesn't go as planned. You have three first round picks. That's enough to get to, that is enough in one draft year to get you anywhere on the draft board. It would even, it would even get you to number one. And a lot can happen in a year 
This year, we already in the offseason, we're like, oh, Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play for Houston anymore. Oh, Russell Wilson doesn't want to play here anymore. Next year, you don't know who's not going to want to play where. So it might be where, you know, know, I'm not saying this would happen, but, you know, what if uh, what if a Kyler Murray is angry in his look second? At the Aaron Ro- look at what, Aaron Rodgers. What if Aaron Rodgers, you know, you know, I mean, the the and the the, the people right. that are like, oh, we're going to take those picks and and trade for Russell Wilson. It's like, no, we're not. He's on the wrong side of fucking thirty. There's not a lot of years left on that deal. This team has too many holes in it. You're not giving up all those first round picks. I'll tell you what. Out of out of a lot of quarterbacks out there, he'd be one of the guys I would look at. One hundred percent. Yes, but but my but my point though is, there's not a lot of years left on his deal. It's a big money deal, and he again he's on the wrong side of thirty. He just had a bad year a bad year by his standards. So you have to look at it. Is this is he now on the downslope of his career, or is this just or is it a just blip a on the radar? Year. Just a bad and, year. And again, this roster is not good. So if you if you hypothetically, if how he were to trade for 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 Russ, you probably have to give up are for at least two of those three first round picks in the next two years. Not to not to like throw a wrench in that. Russ had maybe the best year of his career in twenty forty two hundred yards, forty touchdowns, thirty. He had a great year this year. Yeah, I no, mean he was the top three quarterback in the NFL. I had him in fantasy. He was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he had, he started he, to, he started to dip at the end of the season, but it was a top five rating for quarterbacks this year. I mean, I understand the age. I get the contract. I understand. Complete your teams for one player. Like, so why are you going to get a quarterback if you still need to have so many holes? Like, he's not going to want to come yeah. here and be. Yeah, one percent agree. But again, he did not have a. You could you could say whatever you want. The dude, he he almost. I mean, he went from like two years ago, seven picks, five picks, thirteen picks this year. They were twelve and four. I mean, that's a pretty good year. It yes, but. You don't want. I mean, we we killed the the ginger bitch for giving away the ball too much, and like, ooh, ooh, hey, like, come on, like again. I said some, by his some of us have red hair in this on this podcast. Again, by by his standards, he had a down year. I, so, but again, even if you traded for him, and he had an MVP year, it doesn't really matter. He's going to be thirty four this year, I think. He's, he just turned thirty three. Thirty three. He's old. But he wants to play always 45, he said. He said he's going to be Tom Brady. He said that. that. That's great. And, you know, I'm going to have six-pack six pack abs this year, Bill. Well, you mean, keep going keep going the way you're going, Jesse. I, I mean, who knows? Hey, man, put your mind to it. You can do anything you want. But, but, my, but my point is, like, no more if, if we were, if we were a, a, a Tampa Bay, we were a quarterback away, sure, well, all in. We just said, yeah, we're not. Like, it doesn't make we're sense not. to me. Where we're yeah. at a team. What makes sense with that third pick is like two things. Like you said, if it gives us leverage, because if, if Jalen stinks and we only win three or four games, we're going to have a top five pick next year with everything else. We can get a quarterback next year. And the quarterback I like next year, Jesse, would be Sam Hell at North Carolina. Look at him. I, I like him a lot. I think he's going to rise up. But um, but then I think if Jalen does work out, it gives us the chance to do what the Bills did with Stephon Dick, give up a first-round play- pick for a proven receiver, or if we need a linebacker, or a cornerback, we have three picks. Like, hey, call up the Patriots, get Stephon Gilmore or something, maybe. And that is it's one not- thing that Howie has proven to 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 do very successfully is 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 swindle and uh, his way through you know free agency. And I think Jalen. I mean, that's basically where the Eagles are at. Like, 
I mean, even if somehow we win some games this year, we actually have a pretty easy schedule minus the AFC West that we got to play. But, um, I mean, if Jalen looks like he's our quarterback, then we're set. Then we just start building around him. And I'm actually really suck. excited to see what he can do. That's what's going to suck is if he's not the guy, we're really back at square one again. And I don't think any of those QBs next year really excite me. I mean, you know, college football probably, you know, I mean, nobody, I mean, Zach Wilson, that thing was Zach Wilson. He had a fight to be the starter. He, he was in a three-way competition in, in training camp to be the starter for BYU this year. So, like, nobody saw him come in. It was Fields and it was Lawrence and then Fields. And then all of a sudden Trey Lance is the next, you know, uh, you know, Dak, Bres- you know Dak Prescott, but better aren't. Like, it's so. Matt you know, Jones. You know, every year there's two or three guys, but I agree. Next year there's not any, like, wow, this is the guy or two. Like, they're all projections to be good maybe there'll, there'll yeah, also yeah, be guys first, that'll there'll also be guys out there like the drew the drew locks the uh, the uh, sam darnold's the uh i hate to say the josh rosens it is but i mean Th- those guys will be out but, then, Jesse. but how do you get excited for that though john it's like hey a quarterback drew lock it, it's no it's it's similar to the sam bradford deal that we made it's wow, it's your sleeves it's your one one or two year, it's your one or two year deal that is the bridge guy until they find a guy, you know, in the next couple of years with scouts. Joe Flacco is our savior. 12 win Joe. Maybe we can go 12 and five with Joe Flacco this year. And I thought that was one of the names we're never allowed to talk about on this podcast. Well, he, (laughs) Hey, hey, Jesse, he came here to compete. He didn't come here to back up. That's what, that's what I don't get why we signed him. That's right. That's right. Like, what are we worrying about? We have, we have Joe Flacco. Audubon's own. I saw an I saw some articles that he didn't stay anywhere for more than one year for a backup because he's a shitty backup. Like he wanted to play more in in Denver and didn't want to mentor Drew Locke. They got rid of him. He didn't want to mentor Sam Bradford. I mean uh, Sam Darnold, New York. Why didn't they resign him? Get the fuck out. He's a cancer in the fucking QB room. So what does Harry do? How we do? Bring in a fucking Jagmo. And I don't think Jalen's weak. I mean, Jalen will just fucking shank him and put him in the corner. Like, sit down, bitch, go back to oh, Autobahn. Jalen will absolutely suck. So I don't have to worry about that, but it's just like, why <laughs> would you put that in here? Like, Flacco's older than our head coach. Like, come on now. He's not really, but I mean, it's like, and of all the guys we could have got to back up, like, this is the Jamoke. Like, I'd rather have Sutfield come back. You yeah. know? And, and he pulled that shit with uh, Lamar, too. I'm not, I'm not going to help him. Yeah, and, Lamar, I kind of get a little bit because he was still Joe Flacco. Like, that I kind of got. But, like, the whole Denver and New York thing, it's like, dude, you're lucky to be in the league. And you're not going to, like, offer insight to where they didn't want him back in either area. Like, like they just didn't. So, it's – but, yeah, no, let's bring him to Philly and pay him twice what he got paid in the other shitholes. So, that's one. that one's a head-scratcher. Like, and the thing is, it'd be one thing if he was, like, kind of good still. But he's fucked. And eight's terrible. Like, he, he's fucking terrible. Uh, but here's my question, and I, and I I brought this up before a few weeks ago in one of our text chain blitzes. Is maybe maybe it could be, I don't know, maybe it could be a Twitter poll if we, if we decided to revive them. Um, I don't know how to work Twitter. I can't. <laughs> um, 2020, 2021, would you rather on the Eagles have Jalen Hurts or as our starter, would you feel? I, I personally feel more confident with Jalen from what I saw out of Tua. He didn't last year. I mean, he didn't play bad. He won games. I get it, but much better defense, much better just team. 
better coaching. I think Hurts has that like just it factor. I don't know. He just he's just fun to watch. Like I just I'm 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 excited. Yeah, I'm, like I'm excited to see what he can do. <clears throat> I hope he does good. You know, because like you said, the roster. I mean, we're obviously in a re- in rebuild mode, and it's you know we're we're all gonna it's it's time to kind of hunker down and focus on little areas of this team that that interest us you know and i think qb play is definitely something that everyone loves to watch you know it's like it's like whether you 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 care more about watching you know elite pitch, pitching or elite hitting in baseball it's like um it, it's one of those things so I, I i i'm i'm excited for him i hope he does well you know not just because he's an eagle but you just you just want to see a young kid who's who's persevered. I mean, he didn't have a he didn't he didn't have anything handed to him in college. I mean, he had to work for it, you know. So, you know, it's um he's been competing he's been competing, you know, the whole way this whole way, you know. Um, he competed in college for his for his spot and his his time, and then he's had to do it with the Eagles. So I hope it's uh I hope it works out for him. He he's had to work, and he's going to continue to work. I think as you could. As as I've seen, you know, we 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 get excited at Instagram videos and and Facebook yeah. pictures and stuff. And look but, at all these kids that that end up getting rolled out the red carpet since middle school. You know, you, you, I mean, look at all these all these NBA guys that just yeah. you hear so much hype, and they're the next they're the next LeBron and you know, this and that, and it's like, and then what happens? They 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 come in, they get they get punched in the mouth a couple times by some seasoned vets, and 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 they don't know how to adjust, and they don't know, know how to handle it because you know uh, now all of a sudden coaches are say, telling them you know you're not good enough. Um, they're, they're hearing no a lot. They have to they have to sit the bench. They got to go get Chick Chick Fil A for the starters. I mean it's it's you know it's it's a culture shock, and like some of these guys don't know how to handle it, and then they they, they just fade away. They're just a, a mention in the box score. You know, and it's like it looks. He's like hungry Zion, too. It looks like Zion's turning it on, though. But but other than that, we we'll stick to stick to NFL. But it's like you kind of want that guy who's who's got that dog in him. That's you know hasn't been handed everything. Ha- has had to had to had to work and 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 fight for for what he's got. You know what I mean? It makes him appreciate it that much more and knows that you know it could all it could all go away. You know, the, the hunger of a guy who's you know drafted in the second round, you know, his, his, pro, his, his, not protege is his partner in his, his old team in college, you know, gets drafted, you know, top, top five pick, you know, he gets, you know, he leaves his college and goes to another college and, and plays well, you know, and remember, he's not making like big time money. You know what I mean? So he's, he's hungry. And not if yet. Put, how, how he'll pay him like one well, year too soon. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, he, he if he plays well, I mean, he's got yeah. the world staring at him, ready to sign a blank check, and and that's great for him, and that's great for us too. I mean, if 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 he turns out to be the real deal, it, it's nothing but good for us, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know, so yeah. I, I agree. I'm excited. Uh, I, I think it's one of those things where we're going to fill other holes in this draft and. And sort of build up. A, I think we're going to build up a defense a little bit. Yeah, I it's think not we're going to be a sexy draft by any means. Uh, I don't know. I think there'll be some. I think there'll be some surprises. Um, I think you still got some guys on this team that might get traded draft night, um, might get cut. 
I would think probably more dra- more traded than cut, but um, that might help you move for a guy or or something that you might a position of need. And I and I think that Howie Roseman has shown in the past that he can and can build those rosters and 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 will will do his darnest to try. So I'm I'm excited for it. Hey Jesse, I I came across your your other podcast that you're you're not telling us that you run. What's that? It's called Swindled, a podcast about white collar crime and corporate greed. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you started another podcast, man? Sorry, bro. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm real. We'll have, to, we'll have to look at that uh, non compete that you signed. So yeah. might have to. Might have to. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna need that microphone back, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one in Bill's basement? Hell yeah. <laughs> Probably got a couple cobwebs on it. Listen. So, Bleeding Green says if Jalen Hurts would have come out this year, most draft people have him in tier two. Tier one is uh, Trevor Lawrence and Fields, and tier two is Wilson and Lance, and they think Hurts would be in that tier this year, potentially. And he'd probably still go in the first round. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's worth it. You know, it is what it is, but, you know, uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's raw. I think we got a we, we got a wrong young kid, but this whole team's raw. We got a coach who. Um, I don't know if you ever read that article that I sent about how he's competitive. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Kinda see, there's a whole other there's a whole other dynamic that we were yet to see, like this coaching staff. Yeah, like we have no idea what the, what they have what they have planned. They don't like, either. I mean, they're all, they're all first time. Yeah. Except for our line coach, they're all first time in their in their jobs, and this is also—I don't want to misquote the the stat, but this is one of the only is only a handful of times in the last like twenty years an NFL team has zero coaches that played in the NFL, and we're one of them this year. At, at, yeah. at, at any position level, coach, we have no players that played in the NFL on, on our coaching staff in any capacity. And it's only happened a handful of times in like 20 years on any team. So hey, no. did, did Bill Belichick play in the NFL? No. Did Andy Reid play in the NFL? No. Okay. Sean Payton play in the NFL? No, but they play people on All their right. staff. Did. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to just clear that up. Well, how okay. well did the other, okay. So it, are those like part of the teams that you're, that you're talking about, Bill? Because I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, no, they had, they no, they had players on. They had coaches, other positional coaches that were players at, at some level. What? Like, it, it could even have been special team coach. And it's, it's not a knock. It's just saying that. Yeah, no, it's just an interesting little that. Usually, there's players. It just. On some level, because they're they're just either good coaching or trying to get into coaching, and a team you know has them in there. But the Eagles, for some reason, have decided to not to, you know not that it was I guess a plan of theirs, but it's just one of those. It went. It might even have been one of those weird Rube stats, like like Rube has. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure Aaron Moorhead played the NFL, but you know it's okay. Here, Alan, let's. Uh, so here's a an interesting thing I just saw talking about terrible uh, roster management decisions. So per Adam Kaplan, Jalen Rager will be our new slot wide receiver this year. Do you know why we didn't draft Justin Jefferson? Because he played the slot. 
So we drafted the wrong guy. The rationale was, well, he was a slot guy. And then it was, oh, no, 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 it's a fit. It's a fit. It's a fit it fit issue. Coaches, coach's decision, coach's decision. And now we're, we're putting Rager into the slot. After all this bullshit, we're, we're putting the guy who was never really a slot receiver in college into the slot. I mean, if that doesn't say just tremendous use of first round, first round picks, I I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just, it's amazing. It it's absolutely amazing. I I hope you're like the rest of the the people that call in a WIP and 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 don't show up to the games because they're so angry at Howie Roseman. I really hope that people do that because all the people that are bitching and moaning about Howie Roseman, they should actually do something rather than just blow hot air out on how terrible of a guy he is at his job, supposedly. They so should do something about it. What, what are they going to do, John? The fucking waiting list is 3,000 years long. Well, don't, you know, everyone go tailgate, and then when they say, oh, we're opening gates, just don't go in. Just like every moment's been talking about on all those sports talk radio shows. Like that's that, a great, I mean, do it. Do it. That, talk with your legs. Talk with your legs. Because, you know. Because that's the problem. Like, the the only way to really, you know, make these these guys realize what's going on is to, to hit them in the pocketbook and stop buying tickets. But again, it's a, I, I think the waiting list is what? 30, 40,000 people. I did the math. It takes over 3000 years to get your name called for fucking tickets. Well, unless you got forfeit media passes. I mean, again, we've been through that. If you want to, if you want season tickets and you want a license, you can, you can buy it. You don't have to wait. But again, my whole point is like, Everyone, everyone's got such bad things to say and they're not going to watch the team this year and Howie Roseman's terrible and I'm not watching. I give it up until Howie Roseman's gone. Then I hope, then I hope people actually do do that rather than just spitting hot air because that's all they're doing. I'm not saying you specifically, Jesse. I, 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 I know I, you have issues with them. And I get that. I just think that, you know, to not, to not have a little bit of hope to me, it seems seems like an odd thing, but you know, I'm you know, I can't can't press my thoughts on people. I get that. I mean, I think again, it was different time, but I seem to remember Andy's only four and twelve year. Those stands were pretty empty a lot. Those stand, those games, the, the fans started pushing back. So yep. I think you're, I think you're right, John. We're going to see if it's thirty three seven Cowboys at halftime. How helpful that link is. I, that was the last time I had season tickets. It was the first time I had season tickets. And <laughs> it, it, was the, it was the bay. It was the last games of the season. Guys had bags on their heads and they were on TV. And that was the joke. And I, and I get that. But again, you know, when you look back at that, that was 14, 15 years of Andy Reid. I understand the Reid fatigue. I get that. We don't have any fatigue right now. The fatigue that everyone has is – Howie Roseman's terrible. And what I always argue, as, as I'll say for two seconds again, is that the, the man helped bring a championship here. I get that the last two, three years haven't been great. I mean, yeah, if you don't like playoffs, fine. But, I mean, he doesn't get another chance. He doesn't get another chance. I, I, I don't know how you can't be excited now. you got a young, young kid quarterback. He's gotten, the, he's gotten the torch passed to him. You don't have to worry about the Carson Wentz stuff anymore. Forget about that. You got a new coach who you don't know anything about. Let's let's rally behind him and you know s- see what they have rather than 
the same old Philadelphia uh, narrative, which is, you know, the GM's terrible, this team sucks, and then, you know, we end up surprising people, you know? It, it, it's just, it's very Philadelphia. It's very Philadelphia. And I thought that maybe after we won a Super Bowl and we've been pretty good throughout, you know, 30 years of, of, of football, we've been a pretty decent team. It's very rare we have seasons like we had last year. We can all agree. And I think that the 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 fatigue that we we have created is like every year we have to win a Super Bowl. It just doesn't work that way in the no, NFL. I think, I, think uh, I think for guys our age, we've been pretty decent. Yeah. But I remember like guys my dad's age, your dad's age. The Eagles have not been good. I think the fatigue, John, is that we've had one run in in our lifetime, and I'm considering our lifetime as Eagles fans probably the Ray Rhodes. I mean, maybe Rich Cotite, we were in 12, 13. But we've had one eight, 10-year run where we had a franchise quarterback and a team ready to go year in, year out. Mm-hmm. And we were told Carson Wentz is that guy, and then all of a sudden he's not. So I think you have to accept the fact that we've been starving for the next Donovan replacement for a decade, basically. And so, you know, and, and, and that's, I think where the exhaustion is. Um, I think it's how he's obviously just at the front and center of the firing line, you know, cause it's, it just, it's just his job. And I think it is his, I don't say lack of transparency, but Jesse touched on it earlier. I think he, has has come across with I don't say lack of humility, but just you know, it's just always odd how like things come out. It's like he's never made a mistake ever. Like the only thing I've ever heard him say was a mistake was the quarterback factory comment. He's like I shouldn't have mm-hmm. said that. That was the only time I've ever heard him be like, yeah, that was a bad step. And not that you have to do that consistently, but I don't know. He, I I feel like if he's the one in charge of everything. And you guys are a GM factory and all this shit. How come you can't find a franchise quarterback? I mean, Deshaun, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we, we, we took Carson Wentz and, I, and, I, and, I'll find, and I'll take time when I'm, whenever and find the article. But I know for a fact I read something a couple years ago when we traded up for Carson, how we sold it on that. We don't think there's any franchise quarterbacks in the next year or two coming out. Who comes out the next year? Deshaun and Mahomes. So, like, that's where my thing is. It's like everything you say is contradictory. And then Jesse just hit on it. We took Rager because we wanted an outside guy. The Jefferson couldn't be that guy. And I saw the same article today. He's now our slot receiver. So, again, he, can, he, he couldn't come out and be like, you know what? The outside's not working for Jalen right now. It's like, and again, I get your point too, John. He's on the team, so you don't want to shit on a guy on the team. So I get that yeah. dynamic as well. But I just feel like there's just so many, like, what the fuck moments with Howie that the, the fan base has Howie fatigue and it sucks because he did so good for us in 17. It sucks. I agree. Yeah. Like it sucks that we can't elevate that above him, but it's just like, fuck you. You can't get me a receiver. You can't get us a quarterback. You're not getting us anything. Only, like only player we've gotten good in the last couple of years is Slay and Slay had an off year with us. And it's just like, fuck. Well, and, 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 and again, like he's the only GM that's been been in charge of three coaching staffs. Like that never happens. 
you get one wrong and typically that that costs the GM a job. The the fact that he's been through three of them and then the whole quarterback debacle on top of it, that costs dudes their job. And, you know, he's been bulletproof. And you look at the last 37 draft picks throughout all these drafts. Now, granted, some years we only had like five picks, 37 draft picks. Think about that number in your head. That's 37 football players. How many pro bowlers has he drafted? 37 picks. One. Like, that's not good enough. I know John thinks the Pro Bowl is just a popularity contest, and, you know, to to a degree it is. Because it is. But you also look at the players that are playing on a Pro Bowl roster, and you're like, wow, they're pretty good. So that's the, that's the flip side of it. It's not like... It's not like you you get like a JJ Arthega Whiteside didn't make the Pro Bowl as as like you know fans trolling on on Twitter or something like it's typically the best players in in the league make the Pro Bowl. Sometimes there's guys that make it at the tail end of their career on on um, you know reputation. I feel like there were years that at the end of Peter's Hall of Fame career he probably wasn't a Pro Bowl player. How but he dare made it on you? Reputation. How dare you? But but again like. Two checks. So, so, you know, yeah, it's a popularity contest, but at the end of the day, the guys that make that game are great players. So I, I, I understand where you, where you're coming from with the pro bowlers. John, I get, and I get that. I get that. But you know, last season was a perfect example of like, you know, how many pro bowl players were from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, none of them because they played in the Super Bowl, John. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's good, right? That they that they didn't that they didn't play because they were in a Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there was a couple guys in there that that were Pro Bowlers. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know. Like, like again, I I always go back and hearken to you know we know people that are Browns fans. Shout out to Carlos. We know people that are you know mm-hmm. Packer. Exactly. Um, we, you know, we, <laughs> you we, think we about that one for a second. We, we, we know like we know New York Giants fans, which is probably a bad example. We don't know many Jets fans, but teams, Lions fans. I know a Jets fan. Jaguars. He's also fan. a Mets fan. Like like they have bastard. every year for them is an issue. Right. Every year they're drafted in a top 10. Every year they have a shitty, shitty team. Every year they miss on a draft pick. And and I and I understand why. You know, the Eagle, the Eagles fans feel the way they do. I get it. I'm not blind to that. I just think that like to to be to be a little bit more. Patient, and I guess that is in Philly, and that's something that I deal with, like. Philly isn't patient. Philly is, you know, come to work every day, work hard, blue collar, you know, punch the ticket, et cetera, et cetera. And the NFL, if anything I've learned from watching the NFL year after year is it's, it's different every year. It's not like basketball. I'm so accustomed to basketball where it's the, these three teams are the, are going to win in the next five years. And, and you're seeing it now with like the Brooklyn Nets. It's like, you know, if the Brooklyn Nets don't win it this year or next year or the year after that, like that was a waste. Like they, they put all their chips in a basket and it's so much different in football. It, it, it's, it's such a roller coaster, you know, from the Falcons in the Super Bowl almost winning to 
a, a disastrous loss to then like right to the bottom and like look at their team. They had a nice team for a little bit there and now they're the dreck, you know? And it, I think with us, we've got, we've sort of been in that like middle road. We won a Super Bowl, which was the highest of the highs. And now we tried to stay up there and now we're, 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 we're down on the roller coaster and, and we're, we're, we're looking for that way up. And I just think that if people had a little bit more patience, I think that they would be a little bit more um, excited about, about what's happening. Just, just like they, just like the Sixers. I mean, like maybe not a great example, but you know, for what they did to get Joe and Joel and Ben and then build to get Tobias. And at one point, Jimmy Butler and, you know, all this stuff, like they're looking, they were looking up and they're continuing to look up and they're getting to that peak, you know, and for a team for so long, as you guys know, was bad. I mean, they were bad, you know, probably right up until after the 2001 finals, you know, 20 years of, 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 of not being good can, can really turn off a fan base. And I think, I think the tank did that for a lot of fans, but you know, now, now they're back. I don't know. I'll stop talking. So I, the, want you John, to apply, I just want you to apply that word patience to somebody on the Sixers. And we'll be peachy keen, Jelly Bean. When's George? When's George Hill go play for us? John, Probably this weekend or next week. He'll be your, back. Your question about like Pro Bowl players. So, yeah. for example, Tampa Bay because yeah. they won the Super Bowl. Yep. We scored a a whopping thirty eight touchdowns. Tampa Bay scored a fifty eight <laughs> touchdowns. How many Pro Bowlers did they have, Jesse? They had two, John. Did they have two? No, I was just saying, I wasn't trying to I believe they were two. But, you know, it's Evans had 13 touchdowns. Godwin had seven touchdowns. Gronk had seven touchdowns. And they're, and they're, and Jesse, they're bringing everybody back, too. So they're, they're on, they're looking to punch the ticket twice. Yeah. I, I, you know, and and I'm a firm believer, too. Like, as soon as Brady's gone, it's wide open again. Oh, absolutely. So, but but again, like, find your time. You you can't say like so I, I looked at the the Pro Bowl roster and like you can't say that oh there's there's no um you know it 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 is what it is or you know there's not good guys or or anything like that like I mean it's a popularity contest we know that I get it it's the best players I get it okay fine I mean, so the the three running backs were in the AFC were. Derek Derek Henry, Henry, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs. Those are pretty good running running backs. The wide receivers that made it were from the AFC, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and A.J. Brown. Like, those are good wide receivers. You know, if if we go to the the Western or our conference, Devonta Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, D.K. Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, those could have been two Eagles players. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, it's a popularity contest, but – we don't have fucking guys that are winning that popularity contest, and that's a problem. And that's again why we're four, eleven, and one. We're not eleven, four, and one. We're not on the up and up. We're going in the wrong direction. Well, may- so, well maybe next year we'll be better. Well, I, John, I hope to God that that we are. But no, no, I, no, I, I disagree with that because I feel like I feel oh, like here we go. No, I, I, I feel like you in particular, and a lot of people in the fan base want the Eagles to fail because they want Harry Roseman gone. 
So is that, is that a true statement or is that a false statement? No, I want I if, if God, I want the Eagles to do good. Now here's the now John, hear hear me out. When when I when I flipped the script on you and said, I think you think you want the ginger bitch to fail so you can be right and you would rather be right about him than him be good. You're like, oh no, I want him to be good. I want him to be good. Did I did I not cheer for the guy? But uh, my my point is, so you you would. You would have that. I didn't cheer for the guy. I don't know. Did you? Would you like? I'm asking. Did did you? Do you feel you cheered for him? I think you've you've watched a lot of games with me. I think Jesse's watched a lot of games with me. Matt's watched a lot of games with me. Okay. I I I, I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty green. It's a religious. It's a religious experience. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, was I going to call him on his bullshit? Absolutely. He had a lot to earn. The 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 irony is that. I can't possibly want the Eagles to be good, but, but you, the, the, the ultimate, you know, ginger bitch truther was like, <laughs> no, I was rooting for him the whole time. And he just let me down. Like, come uh, on, bro. Hey man. Like I said, I, I, I've admitted that if how he does, how he's got a lot to do this season and next. And if he doesn't, I'll be right with you guys. I with, with Carson, with Carson, I, I honestly, I felt like I could see the writing on the wall after he got hurt the second John, time. John, <laughs> John, sorry, ginger bitch, dude. I, I think that's a very disrespectful actually to, 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 to call him out by his, his hair color, man, but you don't have any anymore. So it doesn't matter. Uh, wow. Wow. Wait, you wow. just lose all your hair and you're not a redhead anymore. I don't understand. I mean, wow. technically I still got it in the beard a little bit. <laughs> all right, all right. Question to all of you: Switching gears a little bit. Tomorrow at three o five p.m., what are you all going to be doing? Opening day. Probably getting my face kicked in. Well, other than, <laughs> while while getting your face kicked in, oh, I'll be listening to the fight Bryce films. Harper. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the fo- the uh, trade Bryce Harper Twitter poll that I started. Uh, here comes. Wow. Here comes. John's <laughs> already got the Philadelphia fan can't have anything nice and shiny. So, there you go. So there you go. Philly, so typical, typical Philly. Right Listen, there. I definitely think I'm in the minority there. I, I would, I would. You are agree. the minority. Yep. I like. I get it that we, you know, in your eyes, it's not worth the money he made. In all reality, it's a good contract for a year-to-year basis situation. It won't be obviously when he's 35. But the fact that we didn't have to give up prospects or any good players, like that's what's crazy. Why, like, who cares about money? Who cares, who got about money? Like, Middleton is a billionaire. Like, baseball salary cap is like whatever. Like, like the fact that it like it doesn't really it hurt us as a franchise. It's just crazy that that would bother you with the amount he gets paid. If that's the case, then if 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 Middleton is the guy that you say he is, then then there's no reason why you can't go out there and sign. Five, six other guys that make three hundred million, yeah, like the Yankees do. So we saw we have Cutcherson still. Um, we I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking like Yankee Red Sox money. Well, well, John, the 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 problem is now that the way that they've changed the luxury tax, I have a feeling that once he has the team ready to roll, he will go over the tax. But the problem is that the the way it is, it's set up to be like super aggressive. So, like, if you go over the luxury tax one year. It's a I forget the percentage. If you're over the luxury tax year two, that the penalty doubles. If you go over it year three, I believe it triples. So like it it basically is set up to allow you to to be like, oh, that sucks for like a year. But at year two, you're like, fuck, that really sucks. And at year three, you're like, 
Jesus Christ. I, and, and, again, and again I, I just stand for pitching 100%, and, that, and that's where he, I, that's where here's I stand. Here's the thing. He's got plenty of money. He's got plenty of money. That dude has made so much money just being born and selling his family's tobacco empire that the interest alone that that money makes sitting in a bank could cover going over the luxury tax every single year, and especially the amount of money he got from fucking Comcast for the the local broadcast rights. It is absolutely insane that that everything that went down this year with with the whole JT nonsense. Like that should have been fucking done before free agency even started. Like the fact I, that we needed get the reservation in Lewis Jesse and stuff that he. I mean, he is close to thirty over thirty. It's old for a catcher, a little bit. Guy with the knees, like, not that I wanted it to get that far driven out, but, I mean, supposedly JT wanted, like, $200 million and wasn't budging. It's like, that's a lot for a 30-year-old catcher. Like, that's a – like – Hey, man, he go get miss, the bag. I get it. He doesn't miss games. Like, and, and again, like, you, you, have, you have a good guy that doesn't miss games, that plays hard, and if you manage – Like, 20 games, dude. Huh? I mean, he missed a bunch of games last year. Because he got hurt, but typically he doesn't miss games well, in his career. No, and I love. I think he's the best catcher in baseball. I don't think he is. But even so, a doubt. I guess the thought is: is do you spend that on a catcher, or do you try? You know, or did you make a, you make a move for Lindor or whatever? And, and I'm glad we kept Ramuto because now that the Mets, Lindor won't take any of their offers. He wants four hundred million dollars. <laughs> he wants to be the highest paid player in baseball. And they offered him three hundred. They offered him a twelve-year, three hundred forty million dollar, basically yep. the same deal as Tatis. He's like, no, fuck you, I want more. And yep. it's it's like it's like uh, it's insane. So, so like that's where I'm. I feel happy, dude. Like with a Bryce Harper. Like we didn't. And they and they traded for Lindor. So it's like they're getting held hostage from for a guy they fucking traded for. Bryce came willingly, John. He lo- Bryce loves you. All right. Bryce would say home runs for you. Amen. I just, I, again, I just don't think, I don't think that's the way you build a roster in major league baseball, but Hey, call me, call me, call me a bluff when the, when we're, the, when we're at I the mean, parade. Un, un, unfortunately, John, the, the Phillies have never felt that, you know, the Phillies mantra has always been pay the guys that play every day. Don't spend premium money on guys that pitch every five days. And Right or wrong, that's been our only championship. We had Brett Myers was our ace, and then Cole Hamels became their ace down the stretch, our rookie pitcher that we got lucky on, and we actually had a scouting department that produced a championship team. So, and I mean, Christ, our third starter was Jamie Moyer, and then we had Big Country Joey B. Old man Moyer, and then we <laughs> traded for Joey B from the A's during the season that Big year. Big Country. And it was just, you know, I mean, that, you know, that, that was our hardest pods. And then what do we do the next year? Two years later, we get the four aces and fucking the bot, the wheels fall off. I don't even want to talk about that fucking season. Had well, to I mean, win two games, had to beat the Braves. So the fucking well, make the playoffs. That's a perfect, that's a perfect example of a team coming off of, of a world series and trying to keep, keep doing what they were doing to win another one and another one. Very also similar. A perfect example of a of a team loading up like the new like the Brooklyn Nets are, and you got to have chemistry. You got to have guys that work together, even though a pitching staff doesn't pitch all at the same time. But it's you know, mm-hmm. to my point is sometimes when you load up on talent, it's what that talent can do 
together, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. Is is Nola going to get it done tomorrow? Yeah. Braves always seem to have our number, man. He's but Nola has has looked really fucking good. And by the way, has anybody looked at the Phillies um, first month of the season? It's fucking brutal. Yeah. All season is going to be brutal. The the East has four legitimate conference winning teams. I could see the Mets, Nationals, or Braves winning the NL, like, easily. And we got to beat them. And I think we're just right – we're right in line with them. So the next next 30 days, we've got – we get three against the Braves – Three against then the back, Mets. Then back against the Braves again. Three against the Braves. Four against the Mets. Three against the Cardinals. Three against the Giants. Three against the Rockies. Four more against the Cardinals. And then back to the Mets again. Hey, weather the storm. Try to be 500 baseball, Jesse. And then make, we'll make a push in August when we're playing like the fucking Brewers. And, uh, well, fucking- and, then, but, and then you look at May. We get the Mets again. Brewers. Yep. Yep. Braves. Yep. Nationals. Nationals. Blue Jays, Marlins, Red Sox, Marlins, the Rays, and then you get the Reds. Like, that's two months that are brutal. But you never know. There's always years where teams you think are going to be good aren't good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, mean. You know, the Red Sox are actually shit right now, so they don't scare me. No, know? the Red Sox don't, but, like, it's some of those, like, back-to-backs. back-to-backs. Yeah, the Braves and the Mets are going to be brutal all year. I mean, I mean that's going to. Like our goal is going to have to try to be 500 in the division, and then we got to beat up on the shittier divisions. And I don't know. Yeah, if and and yet. honestly, if you can if you can come out of of May, maybe a couple games over 500, you have a good chance of winning the division. I think you're absolutely right. I think I think it's important when early on you just try to win your home series. I'm sorry. Are we bothering you, John? Oh, sorry. I was just playing the the Red Sox. So seven. We know what you were doing. Oh, we got Boston Johnny in full effect over here. Boston Johnny, here he is. <laughs> sorry about your sorry about your Celtics imploding, man. Uh, Bunch of jokes up looks there. Like they're, looks like they're gonna they're gonna be looking for a new coach. Oh my God, Brad Stevens, he's the next. Uh, you're, he's you're, he's you're, the next Coach K of the NBA. Your next uh, Indiana Hoosier head coach. Yeah. Well, I hope he is. I need him. I we need him coming. Sir- I think seriously, I, seriously, watch out. He might. I mean, listen, they'll pay him. The, the, nope. Him, he'll make as much money as he does in Boston. They paid the last guy, Sean. I think Sean Miller or whatever. He got like six, seven, eight million a year. They'll fucking pay you. That program. Will that he pro- throw chairs across the court? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he better. Will he heave a chair? Listen. All this, yeah, all this shit, like, like that. The White Howard ejection against the Lakers is like literally, yeah, that was that was Bush League. That, that is was, soft bitch baby shit. Yeah, that like, was Bush League. I mean, to get thrown out, it's like you know, it's obviously clearly walked into him. I, I'm not trying to say it was an accident. I mean, it was like he fucking chest bumped the guy. He didn't fucking throw. There had to have been something brewing on that court. Well, no, they had one earlier. I mean, he only got thrown out because because the game of T, and it was second one of the of the game already. Yeah. So he teased her out, but it was like, don't give him a T, dude. It was, and then Doc called them clowns in the in the uh, after quarter interview. Was great. He was like, yeah, they're a bunch <laughs> of clowns out there. It's just like I love, I fucking it. love Doc, he, dude. He just, I love Doc. They, they they asked him the other day what he thought about what the Nets were doing and. Has he given it any thought how, how we're going to, if we face them in the playoffs, how we're going to approach them? And he said his answer was perfect. He was like, 
I don't, I don't worry about any team but us. He goes, I worry about our team, what we're doing, the players on this squad. He goes, I love this team. I love these players. I think we have a great team, and I think we have a great chance to do great things here. He goes, I, and, and that's all I worry about. And then, you know, I mean, whether it's true or not is no, – I mean, they watch other things or not. They watch, but – But it's like he can't do his job if he has in the back of his mind, well, I got to do this to counter this for Brooklyn. It's like, no, do what we need to do, what we do well, yep. make teams adjust to what – like the good teams and, you know, the good teams make you adjust to them, not the other way around. Yep. Like you got to play how I want to play tonight to, yep. to beat me. And the problem is, is – uh, the the well, the well, it could be a whatever. Is I mean, you, I mean, I as I'm up north for work more. There's more and more rumblings coming out of Nets fans that this KD injury is a lot more serious than than, than they're letting on because he's not even practicing and it's, it was only supposed to be a week or two hamstring. Now here it is, two months. Yeah, and, and and everyone's and everyone's waiting for the next dumb thing to come out of Kyrie Irving's mouth or the next stupid thing that he does that you know. Because he does, he does one dumb thing every like five minutes. It seems. Apparently, him and uh, John Wall were chirping today. Yeah, they it's, tonight? yeah, it's a matter of time before, you know, the Durant injury takes its toll, or you know, compounded with whatever dumb thing Kyrie Irving does next to well, then piss, uh, you know, James Harden off. I would say you know? James Harden, without a doubt, is the MVP of the league this year. He, what he's doing, if you look at his numbers night in and they're winning, he's like 35, 12, and 8 a night. It's unfucking real what he's doing. He's, I mean, yeah, and, and it's going to get to a point where he's going to be like, the fuck, man? Like, you know, I'm, I'm putting in all this work. I'm, 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 I'm producing night in and night out. And, and you, Jamokes, you know, I mean, clearly already have their rings, already have their the outfit. They said that's Kyrie. Kyrie's the alpha male in the locker room. That's his team. They said KD's not very alpha. And they said James came in and let Kyrie kind of, you know, it's Kyrie's team, which is great for us because he's a fucking, he's, he, he, I, I don't believe in his mental toughness in the playoffs without LeBron James. I'm sorry. I don't believe his mental toughness, period. Like, he can say whatever he wants. And I agree. I agree. LeBron doesn't win that title with Cleveland without him for sure. But he doesn't even sniff what he does without LeBron James being LeBron fucking well, James. You can game. say that for any team who's ever won a championship yeah. in any sport. Like yeah. Steph and Clay wouldn't have won that for fun without each other. Steph and Clay yeah. thirty a game. I mean, they were. I would have done it without Iguodala. No, you're exactly. right. Iguodala and Draymond. No, well, Draymond he didn't do shit really. He kind of probably they probably would have won easier without Draymond's dumbass on the court. <laughs> But hey, hey, watch your mouth. It's a Hall of Famer right it's there. It's a Hall of Famer right there. Watch your mouth. <laughs> and, and one of and, and one of the worst actors oh my God. ever I'm in the history commercial. of I'm the human race. John, when you know what that boycotting is, I'm in every subway game because of that commercial. I got uh, I got I don't steak. know why you would Bill in an area where you can go to a, where there's a primos everywhere. Why in God's earth would you ever yeah. Go to Subway and get a diarrhea sandwich. A, a sandwich that tastes like a yoga mat. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Because it's literally made from yoga mats. Like, you can go to any mom-and-pop deli in South Jersey and get a fucking banging sandwich. I and you're talking right. Subway. Get the fuck out of here. Well, well I, I guess their sandwiches are as bad as their commercials because that Draymond Green commercial with Jason Tatum <laughs> is, 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 is ter- terrible. 
terrible. That commercial. The only good thing about it is when the one Jamoke is like trying to talk and I think it's Draymond's like, mine's got rings. And it's just like, that's the only good I, part about it. I just want to know how many takes it took to get that. And, and it's not even a good take. No, it's not. Well, it reminded also, me of it reminded me of the scene in Rocky Two when Rocky tries to go into commercials, and the and the and and, and the creative director gets so fucking pissed off at him that he can't get the lines right. It, it's like same thing. Also, Sorry, might be a, no, no, no. I just the Kevin Durant was in the news today for there was some some leaked text messages between him and Michael, Michael. Rapp, Rappaport, and uh, he's in some some hot water for some things that he said as well. So it might be, there was like, we get, we get pretty raw in our group chat. The stuff that those two were saying back and forth to each other was child's play. (laughs) (laughs) There would have been fist fights in the, in the basement at a forfeit studio. If, if we were saying some of that shit to each other, it was brutal. And then the fact that Rappaport who's, who is now looking like just a bitch, put it all out on blast. Like, come on, bro. He's a punk ass. He always has been a punk ass. And they should have killed him in Copland. He's a little snitch ass. Listen, he's, he, yeah, now nah, I, I, I don't like when two people, whatever. And then one gets in a feud and they do something like that. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I hate that shit. The, when like people get like revenge shit and like, Oh, I'm going to leak this about you. It's like, don't be a punk ass. Don't worry, Bill. I have a bunch of text messages from you. I'm saying that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> all leaked, all leaked. Bill wrote text messages. Yeah, right. I'll be, that's fine because when you do that, I'm just going to hit play on Matt's editing button, and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, can titty, I, I can live with my titty and knockers comments all day. <laughs> listen, they're they're Those all epic. Those they're are all epic. all all the things I have saved, Bill, are all the things you tell me that you love about Howie Roseman. So I just save yeah, all. I, you jive turkey. No one called anyone a JT. I think all of us have some nuggets that 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 could be used against us from this podcast at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. That's okay. It's all some good. more than some more than others, but some yeah. more than others. True. Some more than others, but all the more epic, which is why it makes it so fun. Uh, any final thoughts? No, what do you think about this? What do you think about this final four? Who's going to win? Is there going to be history made? Oof. Is anyone still watching? No. <laughs> <laughs> Once the bracket got busted, I didn't even do it. a pool. Why didn't you do a pool this year with us? I I did one. I did two. I just didn't do it with you guys. With us? Oh, that's great. Okay, good. Enough. Sorry, I'm wow. sorry. Great. Great. Uh, uh, great. great. Usually, your guys great. is like tw- your guys great. is twenty great. bucks. Great. I had one for great. five great. bucks. Great, Bill. Great. I'm going to yeah. master. You know, I thought I was going to cook some wings with this guy, come over, do some, make some uh, yeah, wings all set up. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Oh, man. I see. I see. The, okay. the question is, did everyone pay up in that league yet? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I, absolutely. John, I, I, learned, I, learned, I learned my lesson. I told him I, I made a password protected, and I said, you send, you Venmo me the money, I send you the password. <laughs> <laughs> my man. We missed a few people that usually do it probably because of that reason. But because we only had 11, and usually we have in the 15 to 17. Oh, you know, we have um, Who's the top 22 people from that the was, last time we did it. Yeah. You have 11. 
Who's the top dog? We have eleven this year. Yeah, uh, it's me and uh, me and Anthony okay. uh, are. It's neck and neck right now. But no, no but no. if Jeremy, if Jeremy Baylor wins, I think Jeremy wins it. Yeah, if Jared Baylor wins, Jeremy wins it all. So yeah. it's just down to you three. So we're we're all about the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Yeah, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Baby. All right, they're Hopefully. pretty good. I mean, they're for them to lose like. They're not going to get beat. They're going to play really bad and lose the game. Like, they're that good. Like, I watched them a couple of times this year, and I watched them. Like, I watched them play just now against uh, yeah um, in the, uh, uh, in the um, USC, right? Or um, was it? Um, they played uh, yeah. Creighton. Oh, God. But um, Well, Creighton, they destroyed the other week. They, they, the other- they, they just play the game like, you're taught to play the game with back cuts and they box out and they make the extra pass. They make their free throws. They don't turn the, like they're literally the definition of a great team. They're a complete team. They just do everything the right way. Like they, and like I said, um, I think Baylor's the only team built to beat them. So I Baylor, know, but you know what though? There's something, there's something about that Houston team, dude. They are, they are raw. Yeah. The way that, they like, are, but they're not. They got holes, though. They got holes. Here's the thing with Houston, though, Matt. Like they're used to beating teams up athletically, but Baylor is, is just as good as athletic, but it's better. Like they're gonna. Bay- I think Baylor's not gonna stop yeah, them. They've got the IQ. They've Baylor, the IQ. Baylor's. They were my other pick to win. I thought it was gonna be Baylor or Gonzaga. So I think it's it's easily coin flip for them for show. Good show. Faux show. Well, on that note, gentlemen. I think this was a, a solid app. Go Fightins. Uh, I'm sure we'll yeah, opening day. 305. Next Saturday. Bryce Harper better have like eight home runs tomorrow. It, he'll have at least seven, John. He'll have at least seven. He'll have at least seven. <laughs> and, so and, until and, then, and everyone, check us out on the social medias. Again, we probably we will not probably check our email. Um, I don't know how to work Twitter anymore. But hey. Till next time, Jesse. Covered!